Hello everybody, welcome to Showhopper's Lost Season 3, Episode 7, Not in Portland. I'm Kurt, joined by my former high school teacher, Mr. Sal. Hello there. Back to the whole Ethan thing. Ethan's in, in this episode. episode. <laughs> <laughs> so excited. So, so, it's okay. It's like every time I saw, like, Boone, I said, like, Boom Shakalaka. I don't know. Like, I, I can't Boom Shakalaka. Yeah. Yeah, boom Shakalaka. So... <laughs> Here we are, the seventh episode of season three of Lost. I've seen yeah. it before up until a certain point. Mr. Sal, on the other hand, uh, this is his first watch through. And as every episode, I must ask Mr. Sal, first off in the beginning, Mr. Sal, is this the episode where I quit? No. Okay. That's true. <laughs> so you move on. <laughs> uh, my question, my thought is, I'm waiting until you say yes to that question. <laughs> I, I, I have I, a sneaky suspicion that you will not say yes when the time comes, but maybe you will. Okay. If you get yeah, a spot we'll on, I'll be amazed. Anyway, um, so Mr. Sal, he's been, I don't know if he's been on that season three. I think this stuff will be a big determinant. If he loved this episode, I think he might put season three over season two as of where it was at this point. Um, as for now, I must guess Mr. Sal's rating as per tradition and um, kind of hard to. Um, could you give me any sort of hint to your rating, Mr. Sal? Sure. I gave this episode a rating that has an N in it. Wait, so I've oh, eliminated. Wow. I've, eight. Yeah, I've eliminated. I've, seven, I've eliminated though. eight. It could be seven though. Se- seven's like on the a, table. You know, honestly, there's so it's a lot of weak, like just the just the cliches, the convenient plot types, and like just the lack of both. They give you questions that are stupid, and they answer things terribly. You must have given it a ten. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You. You're just. You're doing <laughs> that's that. That's I did. <laughs> I did exactly that last time. <laughs> Mine was much, much more substantial than that. Yours was, was more organic. Back, backed yeah. up with data. <laughs> no, yours. Yours was more organic. Yes. But mine's just tastier. It's got the. It's got so, the, so, the oh, okay. Okay, uh, it's got a bitter aftertaste, though. All right, so you, you're saying I gave it a 10 with no explanation? Yeah, uh, yeah I did. It's <laughs> uh, wonderful, wonderful. Glad to yeah. see nine Portland. Yeah. Just, I gave it a 10. Yeah, you uh, gave it a 10 as well? I mean, yeah, yeah, obviously. Obviously, this this might be the best episode of the season. Probably is. It, it's, I, I think it is, so Me far. as well, so. This, yeah, this is, yeah I, should say, I, meant, yeah, I meant so far. I'm not, I'm not speaking right. off for the entire season here. Well, yeah, yeah. I, it would so. surprise me if this ends up being my favorite episode of the season. That would surprise me very much. But it is a ten. It is my favorite episode so far, and I, and I actually I actually gave all components of the episode a ten. So the flashbacks, wow. the, yeah, the flashbacks, the the Kate and Sawyer story, and the Jack and uh, uh, why am I drawing like on the on the central ben? character of the Juliet? No, Juliet, Juliet, yeah, oh. the, the Juliet and Jack story. Yeah, <laughs> things are yeah. All right, listen, we've all but forgotten about our old survivor friends on the beach. I, I say, know we haven't seen them in like two episodes now. Like, yeah, because last episode we didn't see them at all, really, did we? We saw them a little bit. We saw we the burial of Echo. Oh, you're right. Yeah, we had yeah, the burial yeah. of last episode. You're right. Yeah, so we had yeah. a very nibble and locks yeah. looking <laughs> north or whatever, and now here yeah. we are. I do suspect that next episode we will be seeing quite a lot of them. So. We'll have to see what happens at the end of this episode and see how that leads into the next episode. So this, but, so but how do you feel? We go on, oh, yeah, hold on, sure. before we go any farther, I just want to make sure that I go on the record because I haven't been. 
I have not forgotten <laughs> about Mike and Walt and Penny. And I know they're just trying know. to lull me into complacency about them to the point where I forget about them. I will not forget about them. I will try to bring this up every week. I cannot believe we have. I, I'm shocked we haven't seen a thing of Penny in the first seven episodes. I am 99.9% .9 sure we are going to see her in the next episode, though. Well, thank, thank goodness. Um, I lost my complete train of thought. I had something lined up to say. I Sorry about it. that. <laughs> I wanted to make sure I got that out before I forgot to. Oh, yeah, I remember what it was. Well, thank goodness that you've been reminding us every week, just like you did last week with it. I did not last week. I forgot. <laughs> so, fair enough. Um, we have the Penny stuff. What makes you so eager that we'll see Penny next? Oh, episode? because I, I know whose episode of this next week. So. <laughs> I was so happy you didn't know this week's episode. Yeah, I know. Knowing the episode again. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, well, I guess we can chat about that whenever we get around to it. But this this episode, were you expecting it to be a Juliet episode? Was that? Uh, I. I, you know, part of me thought we, we got to be getting a Ben or Julia episode sometime very soon. Like we have to, like these, these are, these are like two of the main characters in the story at this point. And they're two of the Emmy nominees of Lost. Like we have to be getting their point of, their point of view episode sometime soon. Uh, and I, I, I thought that it would be, I thought there was a good chance it would be one of them this week. Uh, and the fact that the title involved Portland made me think that we don't know anybody with any connection to Portland yet. So this is probably a new character, even though <laughs> there was really no connection to Portland at all in this episode. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, fair enough, actually. There is, <laughs> they were not ever physically in Portland, but I, I, listen, yeah. I actually love, if you want to talk on the title real quick, like we do on Ozark, I love this title because yeah, yeah they say a good this one. thing, but it, it makes you suspicious. You know, when they're talking about the Portland slide, you're like, okay, Portland, but it's not in Portland, right? Like, that's, yeah. Hmm. It's like, it's like, it's like telling the listeners a factoid that the, you know, the episode, the, the characters don't know, right? Like almost yes. narrating to us, like that's not actually in Portland. And yes. So yes. So, so, so when he says Portland, hmm. it should immediately trigger. No, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> so. No. Yeah. Exactly. Ah, yeah. It's great. So yeah, that's good stuff. Top down. This is a great episode. I'm wondering so much stuff compared to other seasons of Lost, right? If you go back to your ratings, yeah. right? Season two, yeah. the finale was your favorite, and season one, raised by another, you you have post mortemly ranked as your yes. favorite. Yes. Shockingly, a nine. Really think that you'd just give that a ten for how much you just seem to love that episode I, and post. I but, might ret I might retroactively do that sometime. But <laughs> it Again, honestly, honestly, it depends on how the whole thing plays out. Like, Fair it, if if that is meaningless in the long run, then probably I'll bump it even down. I, I I guess the more my big question is this episode. How does this take up against yeah. season two tens? Like, did you like it? more than say maternity leave less than maternity leave so is it like a so, lower in 10 higher in 10 so what are the qualities of 10s so i i mean i i don't know i i think what what i'm what i'm looking for is i'm looking for episodes that that strike that perfect balance between plot and character and you know without Ana lucia and echo it's going to be really hard to do that at this point 
<laughs> because those were, I mean, I mean yeah. You so, say that. I know, I know. But they, uh, these two tens that I've given it in the last two weeks are like extremely plot heavy, like, like very plot heavy. Uh, and does it come a little bit at the expense of character? I mean, not, not too much, but yeah, I mean, there, there's not anything that they're not in a category of, uh, well, I can't think of that. Oh, two for the road. Like that, that, that's a, that's a, a heavy character episode and a heavy plot episode. You know, same thing with the season finale last season. So much plot and so much character. Although that was probably heavy on the plot as well. Um, so I don't know. I, I'm not sure how this stacks up against stuff from season two. I feel like I, I'm a little more nostalgic for for that stuff, and, and <laughs> it, 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 it's kind of difficult to displace. And to be honest with you, when these plot heavy and really really high quality episodes are rapid fire like this mm -hmm. and there are so many of them it kind of makes them all kind of blend together yeah <laughs> and and now that's that's a good thing and a bad thing it's it's a good thing that we're doing it week by week and talking about each episode in between because it does help me give them some separation but something like raised by another and maternity leave just stand out so much in their respective seasons that it's it's really difficult to compare them to like when we're right in the thick of it. So I yeah. don't know. I, that's a that's a long winded answer that doesn't really give you an answer. So basically, is I don't know really. It's hard to yeah. it's hard to really rank it up. Fair enough. I'll, I'll leave it there. But this is a very good episode. Definitely, definitely. Oh yeah, uh, it is. Nice one, nice one. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm, I try. I'm gonna try, and I, I think I'll be able to. I'm, I want to make sure that I try to really, kind of, zoom in on Juliet's character in this episode, because I was so consumed by plot the first watch through mm -hmm. that I'd like to kind of. It's long character. Know. There's a big question. For example, did Juliet lie? yeah yeah <laughs> i mean it's a it's a great question and and it's definitely something that's that's very interesting i know what do you mean did she lie to him about what she said what ben said Multiple when they were things. i mean yeah, in there general, are so many so, things so i know uh this, 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 little, this, this little silent chess game between juliet and jack is, is really interesting like was this all planned out she, like, there's so many a question with Juliet and where her allegiances lie. Is she just like a like lone like soul? She's just looking out for herself. It's kind mm -hmm. of playing like a little finger game, right? Doing what she needs to do to mm -hmm. make the uh chips move in her favor. I don't know. Yeah. But it's definitely interesting to watch. And she's a very interesting character. And she I think is, the flashbacks yes, help to show it. So yeah. Uh, you have anything else you want to say, Mr. Sal, before we get into the episode? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I, I had originally given Kate and Sawyer's story a 9 out of 10, not a 10 out of 10. But then the more I thought about it, that stuff with Carl, like, that was amazing. Oh. Uh, yeah, what's was, up with Carl? Awesome. There's some questions yeah. there, but it's also like, whoa, dude. Like, what is yeah. that? That was really, really interesting. And plus, Mac from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia was the guard. So I had to you know, bump that up to a <laughs> <laughs> Aldo, yeah, love Aldo. Aldo, yep. Anyway, I guess without further ado, we get to the yep. first. It's a flashback. 
love Storm with flashbacks. There's not much mm-hmm. here. Juliet, she's out looking at the coast. She's weeping a bit. Uh, and she goes inside. She just walks by a nice guy, whatever, not much to him. And uh, <laughs> I think his name's Ethan or something. Maybe we've seen him, maybe we haven't. But this immediately dates it. We know it's a flashback now, right? You might be thinking, are we on the island? Are we right. not? Oh, we're on the island, but it's a flashback because Ethan's there. Okay. Right. Whatever. And and this looks like a bunker. Like I, I was yeah. completely taken aback when she opened that curtain. I mean, oh, I'm completely. Ooh. Oh, that's great. So, yeah, she, you know, goes in and there's a bedridden person. We'll soon name, learn it's her sister, Rachel, and she injects her with some sort of syringe. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right in the stomach, actually. It's really gross to watch in a way. It looks like mm-hmm. the stomach. Yep. Probably somewhere else. But anyway, she gets injected and they start chatting and, you know, you should come live with me, Rachel. But no, Rachel loves living here at the beach in Miami. And then Juliet opens up the window and we see oh we're in miami uh and that that tells us a lot right first of all well you think so first of all it's obviously in the past but you think oh ethan and juliet know each other just walking by each other in the bunker but no right. well first of all you might think they still know each other but they're off the island together right right right, right. so what's going on oh, here and what's up with this so, needle is this the vaccine that like you know, so many about. thoughts going through my head like there's so much misdirection here it's unbelievable yeah. it's it's and it's cool it's really cool yeah. you know i i initially thought that she was euthanizing her oh yeah okay. I, uh and i uh, i also thought that when she said behind his back she was talking about ben i assumed they were on the island even when she pulled the curtain back i thought oh that's a joke like my it's, where it's, yeah, it's fake. Like that's not really. They're not really in Miami. We just saw Ethan. So, <laughs> so this is this this was very interesting. Like I, I love this. I love this scene. It's it's great because I I was so disoriented and second guessing myself at every turn. This is the first time we've seen one of the others outside of the island, and we see multiple. Well, Ethan and um, Juliet. Yes. So, very very interesting to see them. So mm-hmm. and, and it also poses the question. You know, do they know about the island? Like, because they they allegedly have access on and off the island. And I said, mm-hmm. so like, does she know the island? She's off of it. Does Ethan know about it and is off of it right now? Or is this yep. pre-island altogether? You know what's going mm-hmm. on. But we'll have to figure that out in a later flashback. For the time being, we cut back to the operating room, and it's right where we left off from last episode. Jack's on the walkie-talkie, you know, saying his demands. Uh, start running, Kate. Come on, just do it. And we see Sawyer and Kate. They get the wombo combo on Danny and his goon. Uh, Sawyer <laughs> even gets a little bit of revenge by like pressing Dan's button up against the head like over and over, which is a bit sadistic, but whatever. I guess you up to you to determine if Danny had it coming or not. They lock him in the cage, off they go. Meanwhile, though, in the operating room, uh, Tom kind of wants. Uh, by the way, I love Tom in this episode. Like just he's awesome. They really they yeah from what he used to be right. You think about in the hunting yeah party, yeah. Right? Or even before yep. the hunting party when he takes Walt at the end of season one. But yep. in the hunting party, he seems to be the leadership figure, right? Or even yes. at the very least, he's threatening. But ever since like this new season here, Tom's not very threatening for the most part. He's just like a nice like, he's just like the nice guy, like, oh whatever. Just, like he's just kind of doing his job, walking around. Like he's pretty chill guy. I guess yes. he does make um Sawyer and Kate work sometimes, but for the most part, he <laughs> seems like yeah. a pretty like okay guy. I mean, uh, that beard really puts him in character. That's it does. A, <laughs> I don't know. I just love Tom. So it's just, uh, ah, yeah. I love Tom as a character. So uh, yeah. Tom 
tries seeing if Juliet could operate on Ben, but she can't do it. She can't stitch him up. So Juliet immediately starts barking orders. You know, Tom, get Danny, get Kate and Sawyer back, kill them if you must, right? Do yeah. it. And Jack's like, I'll kill Ben if you do, but Juliet is confident that he will not. You won't do that, Jack. Yeah. So. It's really interesting because up until she tells Tom to go get Danny, Kate, and Sawyer, it really looked like Jack and Juliet were in this together. Yeah. Just looking at him. He kept oh yeah. Remember last episode kept looking at him. Yeah. Well, because it's this this like I said, the silent chess game between these two is palpable because Juliet has to be looking at him wondering, is he doing it? Is he doing what I asked him to do? Like this this is this doesn't look like an accident. Like what is happening here? You know, and and Jack looking at Juliet is thinking it seems like it's thinking so is this actually what you wanted did you actually want me to kill him or were you just saying that you know um and, and so that part is is really cool to me uh and then you know Juliet just turns on a dime and yeah you know, nope go get go get them kill them if you have to and he's don't worry he's not going to kill Ben he's not going to all under all under control yeah so definitely um uh, it's an interesting thought. Like, is Juliet? Did you think Juliet had turned on Jack, or do you think this is all some sort of weird plan? I yeah, I, and that's the other thing. It's like all up in the air. Is she? Is she playing this as though, she, like, she has to play it because she has to look innocent in front of Tom? But, but yeah, but actually, she and Jack are not really on the same page. It's so, it's so interesting. <laughs> it's really cool. And I guess. What I like about this episode, too, is, you know, we were talking the last episode about the possibilities, right? We didn't want to get too much into it. We were talking about the possibilities of what could be happening next episode. Who's playing who? You know, what's going to, what's going on mm-hmm. here? But it, this is never a possibility, I think, you know, either of us could ever think of in, like, a bajillion years, just, like, this outcome of Jack going through with it and then Juliet, just all, all you know, oh, so good, right? Yeah, loving, loving this. Loving well, this. I mean, Jack not just killing Ben, but like basically holding him ransom. Yeah, it's great. So yeah, it's it's really cool. So, in either case, we get back to a second flashback of a uh, Juliet. So, uh, she's going to a medical research lab. She has a car, so presumably she works there. Uh, mm-hmm. and she's going. She's trying to pick up. Uh, while she's walking in, she gets a call that she's an appointment tomorrow, uh, at two p.m. Right, and we'll see this appointment. Mm-hmm. Not too much of an issue. Uh, but she goes in, la- lights are off in the lab, and she grabs the same medicine she was using on her sister before. Uh, to mm-hmm. which point, some people enter the room. A man and a woman will soon learn this man is Ed, uh, and this woman's name is Sherry, but it's still getting a little frisky. So, oh, look at that. But <laughs> Juliet's phone rings, and this prompts Ed to come over and investigate. And Juliet tries to play it off. Oh, it's fixing some lab work, but it's kind of, you know, Ed's why didn't you work wait till monday well anyway here's my lady friend sherry sherry this is my ex-wife juliet <laughs> and it's time for you to leave and juliet also please turn the lights off on your way out so, <laughs> oh is, that was such a dig oh, oh that's such, oh. <laughs> so yeah there's that but it's also where we kind of reveal that juliet has kind of lied about her job to jack right she was just a delivery um what, what's the name of the doctor she said she was or she was she said she was a fertility doctor oh i guess 
I took fertility doctor as, and this this is probably me as like helping people do that. But she seemed more in a research orientation of it. Like I I thought she was like to be the mm-hmm. people like you know like I go to the doctors and doctor speaks with me. I don't think right. of a doctor as someone that works in a lab. And oh okay, but she but very well enough. could be a doctor. She could. Be, I, yeah, I, I you could have a doctor yeah. degree. You are right about that. Actually, now that I yeah. About it. I'm not sure. I I call her out for lying that she was a fertility doctor. I think that's right there. Very yeah. very reasonable thing to say. Yeah, actually, you know what? Yeah, fair enough. So, yeah. well, good for uh, Julia. What, whatever she's sneaking out those. I mean, yeah, I, I, I guess. I mean, it, uh, why do you go on a stealth mission and leave your ringer on? That's what I want to know. <laughs> also, who was who on the phone? Her? Yeah, yeah, who called her. <laughs> who ruined her stealth mission? That's what I want to know. But in either case, there's, there's that. So we get back to the operating room, uh, Jack and Julia, and you know, Julia is trying to say, you know, maybe we can try to come into a peaceful resolution because your plan's not going to work, Jack. Uh, we're on a Hydra Island, two miles off the shore, right? We're basically the new Alcatraz. There's nothing that's going to work. So you've got to work with your friends and come. we got to make peace here. Otherwise, they might die. This is where mm-hmm. Jack reveals to Tom that Juliet wants Ben dead, right? She yeah. wants me to kill him. And they start like yapping back and forth, trying to get attention. And Tom shuts them all up and demands for Juliet to walk, right? And she does. She's mm-hmm. upset. She does so. And as she does so, she does warn Tom to not let Jack fool him. He would never let a patient die, which is a great yeah. read on Jack. It <laughs> is, for lines, sure. Man. Top notch. You know, you know, it's interesting, too, because up to this point, I really felt like Juliet was superior, not superior, uh, uh, ranked higher than Tom, but I don't know if there are rankings on this. Uh, but it seemed like uh, Tom was Juliet's subordinate, mm-hmm. but Tom orders her out. So <laughs> I, I'm I'm wondering if there is any sort of hierarchy here, or if they if Tom just like if she she just acquiesced to Tom's request because yeah, she you know. she's the, his, his boss type of figure role but just like okay mm-hmm. whatever fine yeah this is what it is uh meanwhile though if you look at the uh, sawyer and kate stuff well first of all danny and goon uh wake up in the cage and another goon frees them so they're they're starting yeah. to chase danny is two goons coming after them mm-hmm. uh sawyer and kate they're running uh, they hit the coast they see the island but they need you know, they need to find a way off this island so they follow the beach hoping to find a boat and Kate starts to radio Jack, right? So now they're radioing, and Kate would love to have a boat. So Jack demands from Tom if they could get a boat. But before any sort of answer can come, Danny and his goons fire at Sawyer and Kate, destroying uh, the radio. So yeah, they're a radioless. They can't hear Jack now, and they run into the jungle. Anything you want to say there? I mean, obviously, Danny and the goon don't care about Ben's life, because if they did, they know they would know that that radio is, the, is what's keeping him alive well, if you believe jack's gonna kill him but they didn't jack's hear gonna... they didn't hear juliet say he would never kill him yeah uh which incidentally if juliet believes that that he would never let a patient die in surgery if she believes that why did she try to put him up to that well good point maybe to make jack think he had an ally Nah, maybe. Or at least, the, so, like, they're, we're not all a unified block, right? There's fissures yeah. and whatnot. And Jack yeah. never planned on killing Ben. He just wanted to threaten him, right? So basically, Julia's trying to call mm-hmm. 
it's bluff almost is what she's trying to do if she believes that that Jack will never uh, let Ben die. Uh, meanwhile, for Sawyer and Kate, as they're getting chased, they, um, their things are looking bad. They get pinned behind some trees. Uh, and Sawyer tries to return fire, but he has no bullets, right? Out of bullets. Luckily, Alex Rousseau, uh, mm-hmm. if you remember who she is at all, Mr. Yes, Sal. I do. Really? Wow, amazing. Uh, she comes <laughs> in with a slingshot and manages to help Sawyer and Kate escape. Uh, she has a little hidden place. They hide in it. And we get like the stereotypical, like, oh, where'd they go? We are that way. <laughs> run over them. So they managed to. Uh, they managed evade. to avoid stepping on this cage somehow. I know. The, the, the way like <laughs> they can see right up at them. And like, imagine yeah. stepping, you, like, you'll perfectly tell when you step on this cage. You're going to feel Absolutely. like. You'll probably fall right through it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how strong it is. So, but it works out for them. Uh, they hide away. Uh, meanwhile, at the operating table, uh, Tom is asked, you know, asking uh, Jack, is, is Julia telling the truth, right? Or what, what's going on there? And, or are you telling the truth? And Jack's going, no, she, she ordered me to kill him, so on and so forth. And Ben wakes up, which is definitely not something you would, I don't think that's anything that you would have expected coming, would you? No, so, this is really cool. weird. <laughs> and I gotta say, I love this Ben. Like this. Oh like, yeah. Oh, like, mm. but you know, he, Ben kind of talks about you know him dying was not going to help anything. So could someone get Julia? Uh, this triggers another flashback here. Uh, Julia, she's at work now. It's the day. Uh, Sherry comes over because Ed wants to see Julia. We're now mm-hmm. in uh, Ed's office, and he's on to Julia. Right? He knows yeah. that she's taking it from the lab, but his big question is, who's the guinea pig? Right, Ed suspects her sister, so he's kind of pinned this all. He's he's got it all down flat. He knows. He knows. Very, very, very insightful, man. I guess I guess he's in his position for a reason. Maybe he he knows this stuff. But Ed, he he lays it out, Juliet. Listen, there's two outcomes here. Either your research is genius, this works out, and all goes well for you, or you this raises some serious ethical issues. Now, those ethical issues could turn criminal. However, Juliet, if you work with me, Ed, my reputation will ensure that this is seen as a cutting-edge science, and we could win prizes and, you know, accomplishments for this type of work. So just think yeah. about it, Juliet, right? This could really work out for all of us. Uh, yeah. This is this is a more or less a Hobson choice. There's, there's not really a choice here. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, yeah. And... Yeah, it, you know, it's an odd dynamic that they make Ed uh, Juliet's ex-husband, right? Would you yeah. agree? You know. Yes. Yes. And now we, I'll, I'll ask more questions on that later, I guess. But that's it for the flashback for the time being. We get back to the present day. Uh, Tom goes out to get Julia, who's waiting, and lets her know that uh, well, Ben's awake and he wants to see you. So better, better get going to see him. Uh, what what do I call Sawyer, Kate, Alex, Team? I mean, I guess they're escaping, right? Team escape for jailbreakers. Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, you're this is your specialty, man. Okay. Like, I, I got nothing. Jail runaways. Although I did come up with Zoo Crew, and that's a, that's a, that's yeah. a baller name. Yeah, Zoo Crew. Well, it's kind of become antiquated now that they're no longer in the zoo. But yeah, I, I don't know. I call the Zoo Crew. I'd 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 call these these three the fugitives. 
The fugitives? Okay. Yeah. Actually, you know, Sawyer and Kate have already been fugitives in their life. Yeah. So really. And Alex is a fugitive too, seemingly. Uh, yeah. With her slingshotting and all this other mishaps. Yeah, so I'd say. They're all I'd fugitives. Fair. Yeah. Very, very yeah. applicable name. The funny fugitives. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, funny, huh? Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. They, um, they're walking in the jungle. Alex reveals that she has a boat. And I do love this. Sawyer. It's so, he does so much exposition in like Lost. He always like he's like the guy that figures out like actually does it right here where he's like, Carl's your boyfriend, right? Oh yeah. Or like later he's like, oh, who would have thought you were the the boss's daughter? And like that's just like yeah, all this stuff. I was just like, I don't know. It's such an exposition like wizard. Uh, yeah. yeah. Alex has a boat, and so he's a bit suspicious. You know, this is a bit too. You know, first you help us, you're there, right? In the, the right time you got a place for us to hide now you got a boat too what do you want right like what's the, what's the deal here and alex reveals what the deal is she needs help getting her boyfriend carl who we had seen at the beginning of the season and i also love um so story does the thing i just talked about right like oh it, mm-hmm. carl's your boyfriend right and she's like yes and he just kind of gives this look of oh, okay fine yeah we got to get carl back like <laughs> I feel like Sawyer has some sort of attachment to Carl because he's the king opposite of him or something. Or like, do you know what I'm talking about? Like, I don't know if you yeah, I know. You're right, it, yes. I just love yes. it. It seems like Sawyer feels responsible for going to get Carl. He's like, ah, oh, okay, fine. Yeah, we do kind of have to get Carl. Like, it'd, it'd be wrong of us not to go without Carl. Fair yeah. enough. So. I, I got to say, I am very interested in Carl's origins here. I really would like to know what, more about Did you go figure that out? I, I, I gotta imagine at some point we will. I don't think he'll get his own point of view episode, but I bet Alex will. Well, yeah, we'll have to see if we get to learn more on Carl at some other episode. Um, mm-hmm. But in either case, uh, we get back to Ben, right? So he's since he's been awake for a few minutes now. He's heard quite a few things, and he applauds Jack. He's clever. Uh, ben should have seen this whole should have seen this ploy coming, but he didn't. Jack's also a bit nice. He offers to give more, you know, painkillers or morphine or whatever have you if he's in pain, but Ben says he's not. He's doing just well. Mm -hmm. So Juliet enters. Ben would like to talk to her alone, but Jack's at first very hesitant, but Ben pleads for three minutes and Jack obliges. And this is like this Ben, how he's just conversating here. Ah, I love it so much. Yeah, me too. So good. And specifically, he asks for three minutes, which is exactly what Miss Clue gave Walt to talk to Michael. Three minutes is the perfect amount of time. It's all you need. It's all you need. <laughs> so Jack, you know, he goes to leave, warns Juliet not to touch Ben and use the three minutes wisely. So him and Tom hop in the observation room and they can see Ben and Juliet talking, but obviously can't hear them. Uh, mm-hmm. Tom also during this point, he introduces himself to Jack. You know, a, <laughs> hey, buddy, I'm Tom. Nice guy. Yeah, what a nice guy. And you may know me as Zeke. <laughs> yeah, uh, the bearded one. And yeah. he also he does let Jack know that Juliet and Ben have a history. Yes, which makes sense. This is kind of the assumption that I've been making since episode mm-hmm. one. So, well, yeah, I've already known this. So, uh, <laughs> well. they they're they're chatting. And Juliet even appears to cry for a bit, right? Does look that way, yeah. But she, she was. They finish up. She goes over to talk to Jack, and sure, all she has to say is, "Jack, do the surgery, and I'm gonna help your friends escape." That's that, okay? Mm -hmm. So the big question is, well, what, what, what was exchanged there? I I don't think there's any way you can assume what was being spoken in that room. 
and even after what Julia tells us at the end, we we have no idea what was spoken in that room, uh, mm -hmm. for sure. So I guess we can yeah, talk about that, that later. But yeah, uh, we oh, and boy, but boy, does she help them. So I don't oh. know. Whatever Ben said was very convincing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was, must be. So definitely, definitely. I, I guess I want to hear Ben's point of view for that as well. But we uh, enter another Julia flashback here, Doctor Alpert, or is that? Alfred. Yes, Alpert. Alpert. No, Alpert. Al Alpert. Okay, yep. it was a Alpert. P and H in it, so it's okay. Alpert. So, Doctor Alpert. Uh, Julie's reading starts here, and you know, Alpert shows his nice company, right? He's reaching out to Juliet because uh, apparently she seems to be a whiz at the field. She managed to impregnate a male field mouse, even that's though crazy. It could not carry the term. That does sound like like how does it even? Does it have a uterus? How? But yeah, I, I have no idea. By the way. This Albert guy is Nestor Carbonell. He's a he's a pretty well known actor. I he he's a good one. So I I, I assume that there's going to be more with this guy. Uh, he he was I, I don't you probably never saw it, but I I was a big fan of Bates Motel. I have no I've idea what that it. is. Yeah. Okay. It's it's well it's it's a TV series that's based on it's kind of like the origin story of uh, Norman Bates from Psycho. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Psycho, but no, I have not seen Psycho. Right, that's okay. Anyway, uh, he played the sheriff, the sheriff in Bates Motel. He he was awesome. So uh, I was very excited to see this guy. Well, mm, interesting. So you, you okay? Enjoy the actor. Were you more excited to see this guy or uh, George? Wait, well, I can't remember his name. No. What are we talking about? Clancy, sorry, who's Clancy Brown? Oh, Cl Clancy George. Brown. Clancy Brown. Uh, well, no, I, I was probably more excited to see Clancy Brown, but Clancy Brown seemed a lot more like a one-off character. He did sound uh, like a one-off so, character. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Which so, I love uh, so much, by the way. <laughs> yeah, love for that. Yeah, oh. me too. Me too. I like, <laughs> but I, I think, I think Mr. Carbonell here is is gonna be a regular. You think El Elpert? It's gonna be in yes. uh, okay. Well, we'll have to see how that goes. But uh, Julie seems to be skilled in uh, her field, and Albert would like to recruit her to his workplace, right? Uh, even shows her like a picture of a woman's um, uterus, I believe. Or, yeah. Uh, and Juliet, you know, mm -hmm. she, she analyzes it, and Albert, Albert, Albert wants her to join his team, right? I'd give you a. A leadership role right yeah. you'd have a team yeah. of people uh, underneath you and you could do whatever you know you could do your research with my, oh, by the way Alpert's Alpert's first name is Richard oh, we'll call him Richard then fine that's easier than uh, saying his but, last name. <laughs> well hold on but that's not this is not the first time we've heard the name Richard and this is like this drives me nuts about Lost like they recycle names all the time and there, there has to be a reason for it there are like thousands of there are millions of names in the world why do you keep using Brian and Richard they're good names. I mean, some people have the same be... name. Some people have the same name. I know, but it's not helpful to keeping characters straight in a big, sprawling series like this. It's, you know, if, if one is the son of the other one, then it makes sense. Okay, that's Brian and that's Brian Jr. But that's not the case here. And this is Richard, who, which is the same name as the psychic, right? The palm reader? Yeah. In Australia, that's his name is Richard as well, right? Yeah, Richard like Mal. It starts on M at the end. Whatever. It's Richard though. Like this 
wait a minute. It starts with an M. It's not Metellus. No, sorry, is it? sorry, it's like the last name. Sorry, the last. Oh, what? It's not Richard Metellus, is it? I don't think so. Because this is Metellus Bioscience. I don't. I don't think it's Metellus. All right. Oh, well. Anyway, the, the my point is, we got another character here with the same name as a character that's already been used. So, I I, I don't know if it means anything or not, but man, that is something. Certainly, certainly, maybe something. All right. But, but I interrupted not. you. Just name Richard. I, no, just name no, Richard. It, but it could be. Sadly, uh, Julia can't work for this nice company that's in Portland because her ex just would not let her. Which just, by the way, was kind of odd to me. The way is, why she would like that. My ex won't let me. Why? Why wouldn't you say my boss won't let me? Right. Yeah, I guess that's probably true. But maybe uh, that's what she's thinking in her head, and she's emotional. But I mean, I now, I, I, we now understand why she thinks that he won't let her because he has this thing over her now. Yes, exactly. That's why. Yeah, yeah. I know that. I just, I don't but know. She refers I, to him. Boss. She yeah. refers to him as her ex instead of her boss. Yeah, and I'm assuming he's her boss. By the way, he, you know, they interact. They oh, never actually say yeah, that, yeah, but yeah. It, it definitely seems like that. So. She starts to weep. She's apologetic to uh, Richard for wasting his time. And even comments that she wishes Ed would get hit by a bus. And eventually she just leaves. So there you go. End of that. Probably won't see them anymore. Probably none of this will ever even come to fruition. The Portland stuff. Well, the, that stuff <laughs> the Richard stuff. Two of those three night, but who knows. Yeah, well, it's funny because, I mean, as soon as she says, he, the only way he's going to let me go is if he gets hit by a bus. Like you immediately know he's gonna get hit by a bus. Like that's that's a given at that point. In fact, it would be a severe subversion of expectations if he did not get hit by a bus. But like if he came close to getting hit by a bus, but yeah. then didn't, like that's that would have been something. But uh, the other thing that I, I just wanted to call attention to is I I really latched onto this line that she says, "Whatever you think I am, I'm not. I'm not a leader. I'm a mess." Right now, she does. She does not seem like a mess by any stretch of the imagination on the island. You know, she seems like someone who's confident and calculating, and and willing to do what she needs to do to get what she needs, thinks she needs. Right. But if we remember back to the first thing we saw in this season, the very first scene, the scene that we saw, she was not looking confident. She was burning muffins, and she was. Uh, you know, a borderline crying in the mirror. Like she was kind of a mess. And so it, it is interesting that it's, when she's, her public face on the island is very much, very, very put together and very confident, but her private face is very similar to her every face when she was not on the island. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's certainly, that's certainly the truth. Why? Why is Juliet as confident as she is now? Is she faking it till she makes it? Is she really insecure on in the inside, or is she truly feeling the way she shows? I think that there there are definite insecurities. Okay. I, I think I think that you know in the private moments that we see her on the island, where it's just her in her house baking muffins, uh, or even but right before the scene when she gets summoned in by Tom. To go talk to Ben, she's like pacing in pacing. a nervous wreck. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I think that I think that the the confidence is a mask that she wears. So, well, I'll, I'll be paying attention to that. We'll see if it slips. Uh, in the meantime, Juliet, we see her entering the monitoring room, 
and she can spot Kate and Sawyer in the forest, and even notices Alex is with them as well. I just have to mm-hmm. note as well, um, why is no one else looking at this camera system to find these people in the forest? Well, right? because Ben's in surgery. I only see like Ben and Julia can use the cameras. Fair I enough. Guess. I don't know. Uh, meanwhile, uh, team fugitives, right, or group fugitives, uh, the, mm-hmm. fun, the funny fugitives. Here's, here's another group. another good name for for this team, Team Ska, Sawyer, uh, Kate, and Alex. You don't you don't know what Ska is, do you? No, but it will become like Skak once Carl joins. No. <laughs> right yeah yeah uh ska is a type of music so what kind of music is that it's like um it's very uh it's it's rock but it is rock with like big band instruments like you know trumpets and saxophones and stuff oh i'm, to think, I'm not sure if there's an ex- i can't even think of an example uh, that so I, <laughs> that you so would I know put like a rock song <laughs> with trumpets and uh, trombones yeah i mean it, it was pretty big in the mid 90s it was like mighty mighty boss tones and real big fish and uh like there were there were some some ska groups that that did pretty well it was pretty short phase though <laughs> hmm. so but whatever I, the fugitives are probably better name <laughs> the funny fugitives uh, i'm not sure how funny they are but okay okay the forgetful fugitives i think I the frantic fugitives i think the, that, that's probably the best one you've come up with so far. Okay. So the fiddling fugitives managed oh to God. find Aldo, a guard, uh, reading a book, holding this sort of hatch place. And Alex suspects that Carl's in there. So uh, she she's trying to wonder, how could we possibly get in there? So we have no weapons, and he has a weapon. But Kate has an idea. Uh, mm-hmm. So they do the. As Sawyer later puts it like the Wookie prisoner trick. Yeah, um, like this is this the is, old Wookie prisoner bit. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah, just you know. Uh, Alex takes the gun and pretends that she's captured Kate and Sawyer. Uh, and it's also fair to note that Eldo freaks out that Alex is even here because she shouldn't be here. And if you know, her dad finds out that she's here, Aldo might get killed. But. Alex kind of goes, oh, mm-hmm. my dad told me to be here. Look, give him give him a walkie. Give him a radio. And Aldo does try to radio uh, for a response uh, to which Sawyer gives him the good old rushdown and gets his gun and he gets put to gunpoint and they make demands, but Aldo's not obliging. So Kate's fully willing to shoot him in the knee, takes the gun, and he spills the beans immediately along with the keys, right? Yeah. Uh, I, and I do like how Sawyer's impressed with Kate's con. <laughs> Yeah. Like, oh, that's a good con there, Freckles. Almost got me too. Uh, and he's he's like, that was not a con. <laughs> I would have shot him <laughs> in the knee. So fair enough. Yeah. Um yeah. I I was very excited to see Rob Rob McElhaney, uh, who's the one of the creators of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia and one of the stars of the show. This is Mac from It's Always Sunny. Uh, so I was very excited. He's very young here, but this is before It's Always Sunny, but it was it was nice seeing him. I was excited. Well, hopefully, hopefully, uh, Aldo does well and doesn't get too wrecked out of his mind. But meanwhile, yeah. the f- uh, forgetful fugitives uh, manage to get into this. They find the room that Carl's being held in. Uh, get inside. In which, this which, 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 which room is it? Room no. twenty-three. Room twenty-three. A number. A uh, number. Yes, I've. 
I stopped looking for the numbers as much now. So like, yeah, whatever. Like they're just everywhere. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I like to I like to call them out when I find them. I don't always find them. I'm sure I've missed a bunch, but you have but I, I caught I caught this one. Um oh yeah. So uh they get to room twenty three and Mr. Sal, this right here is it's a oh. loud noise just playing so loud. Even like mm-hmm. watching it, I'm like, oh wow, that is not comfortable. Images with phrases, kind of like. Could this metal music be foreshadowing of something we might see next week on another series? Who knows? I'm reasonably I certain know. it is. <laughs> huh. Not next week on Lost. Not that's not what I mean. Yeah. Well. So. Anyway. I, so so loud music. Loud music and what what do you t- and also Carl has LED glasses on. Well, which... that. It was the strangest part to me. Do you know what those are for? What that's supposed to do? No. Tell me. Uh, I, I imagine since it's supposed to be their blue LEDs, blue light is the light that keeps mm-hmm. you most awake. That's all kind of like light filter things. And so putting blue okay. LEDs that close to your eyes, I imagine, will keep you like make it harder for you to sleep. Okay. So, Interesting. To so make it harder for you to fall asleep, which I right. already seems out of it, but. Maybe well, before he was out of he's, it, he's, he's, he's sleep deprived, you know, which is where you are in a very suggestive state. So they, they, they deprive him of sleep and they feed him all the subliminal stuff. So, I mean, it's not so subliminal, it's all right there. So, yeah, I don't know how subliminal it really is, but they're definitely like cramming his head with stuff. And I wonder, yeah. like, how how effective is I'm so, you know, I, I can't imagine it, but. Uh, I mean, I, I would think it's probably pretty effective. You know, I mean, you are, I mean, the, the state of sleep deprivation is, you know, that's, it's being tired is akin to being drunk, right? To an extent, yeah. Like if you drive super tires, you drive, you can't drive like worse than being drunk. I mean, right. It obviously depends. Right. But. So, so. If, if being tired is akin to being drunk like this guy is super tired so it's like <laughs> this he's hammered. super drunk like, yeah i mean you can incept a whole bunch of stuff that he probably isn't going to consciously remember once he gets some sleep but, but it'll always kind of be there okay so they're they're trying to get in his head but they um what's up they uh they get in there they they start freeing him and it's also noteworthy that while they're freeing carl sawyer kind of gets like entranced by this oh yeah so, so I, I noticed a few things first of all alex turns her back to it so she can't see it oh. so she's not going to get entranced kate was initially entranced but she snapped out of it relatively quickly and only when kate snapped him out of it did sawyer come out of it mm-hmm. yeah i mean in fairness, I'd be staring at it too. Yeah, <laughs> like, me too. Just Maybe. out of curiosity, not if not. I, I, I like how it starts. Oh, listen, I was just curious, and then like five hours later, Mr. Sells like, Ooh, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, plant a good seed, and you will joyfully gather fruit. Everything changes. We are the causes of our own suffering. I'm and glad of you course, the, down. the I, big I, one: God loves you as He loves Jacob think about your life so jacob this is the you second time we've heard you did yeah. that i wrote down one and that was the only one i wrote down yeah well, he, the, it was J, this jack shepherd was not on jacob's list mm, it's something yes. that tom tom i think said that in the last episode so uh, we don't know who jacob is yet no i think uh, danny said that 
Danny said that. Yeah. Oh, Danny did. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So, yeah, so Danny said that, but we don't know who this Jacob is, but here's the second reference to him in two episodes. Interesting stuff. Mm, I wonder who Danny, or not Danny is, we know Danny's, who Jacob is. Spooky. That was going on that, though. Eventually, I bet though, he's off getting himself some frozen custard. Yeah, and then, well, actually, that, that would be wrong, Jacob. Yeah. Wrong, wrong, Jacob. The wrong Ozark Jacob. Which you should listen to that podcast if you don't already. But in the meantime, Sawyer manages to pick up Carl to get out of the room, and Sawyer immediately demands for the boat now that they have Carl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, so I've got mine in the deal. Where's your end of the deal? I've got the kid. Where's the boat? Yep. Um, uh, in the meantime, we, we kind of cut it into the future with Danny and his two goons finding Aldo, right? And mm-hmm. he's kind of trying to go, oh, where did they go, Aldo? Where did they go? But in the meantime, Julia comes over and tells Danny, hey, Ben woke up and he's telling you to let them go, right? Don't go after them. But Danny thinks that Juliet has to be lying because Ben would rather die than let these, you know, people go. So off he goes to find uh, the frolicking fugitives. Yeah. Definitely. So is Danny right? That's that's the question I have. Would Ben rather die than let these two go? I mean, we don't know why he wants them in the first place. But no, presumably, go ahead. We don't know what Ben and her spoke about. Like, maybe Ben even said, mm-hmm. just let me die, right? So, so we don't even, right. like, we have no idea. We, we don't. I mean, this is this is really interesting. What 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 is Ben's actual stance on letting Kate and Sawyer go? Yeah, and why? Yeah. Why did he want them in the first place, too? I guess. Right, exactly. I mean, I assume presumably it's Jacob who wanted them, but whatever he is, interesting. But it's interesting because when you think about that list, that list came from Miss Clue. First of all, second of all, that list was given to Michael while ben was a captive so unless ben had that planned from the beginning which he may have but unless he had it planned from the beginning ben did not give miss clue those names so then who cut jacob right Hmm. but jacob but but jack was not on jacob's list yeah so why why get jack well maybe for his own benefit I wonder. I wonder if they knew Ben's health concerns or why they'd want Jack. Well, they they definitely know Ben's health concerns, right? Because it was what two days or three days or whatever yeah, before the plane it. crashed. I yeah. mean, that, according that, to ben. that's according to Ben exactly. So, but definitely a definitely interesting thing here. Why did they get Jack if he wasn't on Jacob's list? If they got everyone else that was on Jacob's list, that is a question. Yeah, uh, it's kind of hard to tell because we don't really know this Jacob figure. So, no idea. I wonder if he. I wonder if he's the eye patch guy. Oh, the one we saw on the camera, the pearl. Yeah, yeah. Wonder. Uh, meanwhile, though, we have a after this little exchange between Danny and Juliet, we get another Juliet flashback. She comes mm-hmm. home to see her sister, and she's kind of breaking the news that you know what, Rachel, that interview just wasn't. And I, I wasn't cut out to work there, right? It. It's just not like going to Portland. I don't want to go all the way to Portland. Portland's just not for me. Uh, mm-hmm. But Rachel, she's so giddy because it's work, Mr. Sal. She's pregnant. Look, look at all these mm-hmm. tests I've done. It's worked. Okay. I, your, mm-hmm. your, your syringes, you made me pregnant. And Juliet and Rachel 
are very, very happy, right? Because having Which, a baby will fix all our problems. Yeah, uh, always. <laughs> no, no, no. But it but, seems to be making you a lot happier. Well, the, well this is, it's interesting, though, because this is another, I don't know, if maybe I was just being daft here, but and maybe it's a subversion, of, a subversion of my expectations and no one else's. But, uh, you know, they, they clearly have Rachel as a cancer patient. And so, I mean, I was thinking, yeah, okay, for initially, that Juliet was euthanizing her. Then I was thinking, okay, this is some sort of chemotherapy. And the whole time I, you know, it's been made clear that she's a fertility doctor and she got uh, male field mouse pregnant. So like I, I should have known that this was a fertility thing, <clears throat> but apparently I'm just dim. <laughs> I, love, I love the word dim in that context, <laughs> but it's, it's definitely, um, you know, I, I guess we, we could probably question, like, why does Rachel want to get pregnant so bad? But she does. It, all, all the ultimate is that she does. And Juliet has obliged and they're very happy. And Rachel tells Juliet to, you know, stick it to Ed. You know, go, you go show him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we get uh, another scene in this flashback in which I did write mm-hmm. this down. Uh, Ed says, word for word, basically, because you're insufferable and you're mean. Well, you asked for the truth, mom. <laughs> so Ed, <laughs> I just love Ed. Just you gotta love Ed. Uh, but Juliet hops in. She interrupts, and she breaks the news that Rachel is pregnant. It's working. It's worked. And Ed is amazed. Uh, you know, where are we gonna publish this? There's so many choices. But Juliet stops him right then and there because she does not want to publish. And while Ed is trying to like, you know, maybe get some sort of angle or talk some more, he backs up right into a bus in which um, huh. well uh, that's about it uh, Juliet seems certainly dazed by the whole ordeal but yeah uh, that's where we end up the flashback there so it, it, I have to so you when when they had said the phrase want him to get hit by a bus you were already expecting him to get hit by a bus yeah of course okay so this this was you were just sitting there like okay well that this is you know expected expected and anyway, moving on now but at the same time it's it's like all right so how does this happen? Like, is this just coincidence? Because, you know, Echo would tell us, do not confuse coincidence with fate. But then Locke would tell us, yeah, but don't confuse coincidence with fate. <laughs> so it's, is that, what, what is this? Is this coincidence? Is this fate? Is this orchestrated somehow by Richard Al- Alpert? Yeah, Alpert. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Many questions. We'll have to see later because as of right now, Jack is doing the surgery. Tom is there to help, but he doesn't like blood too much. Right? He's hyperventilating a bit. <laughs> and Jack kind of goes to ask uh, you know, a bit of a question to Tom. If you know, why didn't Ben just get off the island if he says he can to get proper treatment? And Tom starts replying. He, he says, you know, well, since this guy turned purple and then immediately gets cut off uh, because Ben is bleeding a lot, you know. Jack accidentally nicked an artery, so it's go time. Well, hold on though, because this is this is a big deal because he he asks why they've never taken Ben to a facility, and yeah. and Tom says ever since the sky turned purple, uh, that but he gets cut off by the nicking of the artery. Yeah. But that that leads me to believe that what he's about to say is that ever since Desmond, you know, used the kill switch on. The, the hatch there and, and the swan that they haven't been able to communicate with the outside world. They haven't been able to 
You see, Mm -hmm. oh, sorry. The thing about that gets me about that is, I wonder, he must mean, like, maybe the first time Desmond let the button go a bit and what caused the original flight crash. Because Mm -hmm. if that was the case, that's only like a week or two ago. And Ben has, uh, if we assume Ben's telling the truth, Ben has known about his tumor for a while now, for a while since the survivors have been on the island, like prior to that. So I could believe that he's referring to the first, like when Desmond forgot or he almost didn't hit the button, but managed to in time and caused the flight crash that like maybe this event caused it. So about two, three, whatever months ago is when uh, this, this, this occurred. Okay. I'm going to dis- maybe I'm going to disagree with you there. I'm going to disagree with you. Here's why. True. The Boston Red Sox. Very true. <laughs> oh, they come back into play. Because if if that was the case, if it was the first time Desmond let the button go too far, that when the plane crashed, that's before the Red Sox won the World Series. But they have video footage of the Red Sox yeah. winning the World Series. What? So, what about then? Why wouldn't Ben just go get surgery earlier? Yeah, that's that's the question. What? Why didn't they take him before? That's you know, and that's time. I think that's an important question. I don't I don't have an answer for it. You know, for that matter. How is this impacting Michael and Walt if their comms are down and you know Ben can't get to a clinic? How are Mike and Walt supposed to get anywhere? Um, it also indicates to me that any promise to Jack that he's that he can leave, that he can go home, is an empty promise. Yeah, if they can't actually get back, yeah, right, Literally. certainly. So, so there's a, there's a lot here that that. It's it's very minimal in in the episode, but it could have huge ramifications. Definitely, definitely. So we'll have to keep up for that. See see how things go uh, next episode in terms of uh, possibly transport for Jack if we get to see Jack. Uh, meanwhile, though, the frantic fugitives uh, or Scock, uh, Sir Kate, <laughs> Carl, Alex, they arrive to the boat. Um, this is where Sawyer kind of reveals, oh, I'm surprised you're the boss's daughter, Alex. Uh, but while they're trying to get ready to leave on this boat, Danny comes to them armed and ready to shoot. Uh, Kate runs to try to help Sawyer. I don't know if she's going to try to push him or whatever have you. But luckily for them, Juliet has appeared in time to shoot Danny dead. So Colleen, yeah. she died a bit ago. Danny, arrivederci. Well, I mean, the, this was a this is a big deal that she, she just killed danny she just killed one of her own like well, that, yeah it's a big deal well whatever right it's, it's huge it's a huge deal we've got a big army yeah. we've got a big army here us the others i know but they they seem very protective of each other you know colleen said to son before she shot her we're not your enemy but if you shoot me then you you will become our enemy so so like it seems like this is a all for one and one for all type situation and when juliet does this this is this is a kind of a point of no return here she better hope she gets off the island that's true but i mean anyway uh so that that is a i think a, a pretty big deal the fact that she shoots him oh, definitely and Danny will be missed, kind of. He's kind of a wild card. So yeah, you know, one other thing. I, I I don't think this can possibly be the case, but uh, you know, Alex being referred to as Ben's daughter. We know Alex was was taken from Danielle 
Rousseau almost immediately after being born. So it's very possible that, you know, when Ben and company took her, you know, he just raised her as his own. But there is another possibility here that Ben actually is Danielle's husband. Mm. But uh, I mean, now Danielle is the one who trapped him. So it seems like she would have said something at that point, but maybe she's just, you know, not in her right mind enough to either not recognize him or not acknowledge him as her husband anymore. Okay. Yeah, I see what you're saying there. Interesting. Just a possibility. I don't. Are Danielle and uh, Ben married? Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's likely, but I think it's a possibility. A custody dispute gone wrong. Mm -hmm. Uh, I guess. Past Danny getting shot dead. I'll skip over this real quick and say uh, Juliet tells them, you know, to get out of here, all of you, get out of here, except you, Alex. Mm-hmm. The only way Carl can live is if you stay, Alex, because you know when Ben wakes up, he expects you to be here. Uh, yeah. So they, um, Alex and Carl exchange their goodbyes. And before new team boats, right? Uh, Kate, Sawyer, mm-hmm. and Carl. Mm-hmm. Uh, can head out in time, Juliet tells them to wait. So for what? I don't quite know yet, but I'll tell the other side of the story now. For Meanwhile, in the operating room, uh, Jack has nicked an artery yet again. Uh, not yet again, but I mean, as I said earlier. And there's a lot of blood coming, but Tom, you've got to help me. You've got to work through this blood. Here, you suction it. It's very important that you suction this blood, because you have to do it or he will die. Oh, someone's talking, and uh, Tom, could you go hold that up to me real quick? That's kind of important. So Kate and Jack, they speak on the walkie-talkie, and she lets him know that he, she's okay. A blonde woman is letting them go, and Jack wants to hear the story. So she tells the tale. I spelled it last episode. I'm not going to reiterate it again. Mm-hmm. Very sad story. Uh, you know, Jack and the whole terrified counting to five thing. And... Mm-hmm. People definitely know. This is definitely people are like Tom. Look at oh Tom's face. Will here's a story. How it's a, it's a saddening story, mm-hmm. right? Very saddening story. And after the story is sad, or while the story is being told, Ben it appear it appears to be stabilized. So did Jack do it on purpose? Like I was, I I wonder if he nicked the artery on purpose to get him to stabilize like right on time it whenever he wanted sh- to. It, it sure didn't look like it. It didn't look like <laughs> it, but I would believe it. Uh, I don't know. He looked pretty surprised when he did it. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> so, I was wondering, like, sir, how, how frequent does a surgeon do that? Like, is that, like, a common occurrence? They just actually mix something? Like, am I in surgery? And I just, oh, oh, whoops. And, like, that's I have to no do idea. That. That's, but, yeah. I, I imagine not too common, but any case, uh, very sad story. Ben is stabilized. And Jack doesn't want to chat for very long. So, Kate, just promise me you'll never come back for me. And Kate, she starts going out or she's trying to get her piece, you know, she's trying to say her piece on this subject matter, but Jack just tells Tom, turn it off, right? I don't hear it mm-hmm. anymore, which is so, oh, it's so sad yeah. to me. Just the whole, like, says it and then turn it off. I don't I don't want to hear it anymore now. So yeah. off it goes and Kate is pretty sad because that's, that's all uh, that's, you know, she's teared yeah, up. She, Sawyer looks a little she, sad, she, but I mean, they, they assume that they won't see Jack anymore. Yeah, time for them to get going. So it's time team, for them to fly. Team Sorry. New Sailboat. I don't even know what that song is. Okay. 
Do I? Or is it? It's, that would be Ario Speedwagon. It's time for me to fly. Is that what the song that was playing last, like, Ozark episode? Yes. I do know that song. I can't, just from one <laughs> lyric alone without the music, very hard for me to tell. I mean, it was the lyric with the title in it. So, anyway, whatever. Huh. Don't worry about it. Uh, I don't know. We get a flashback. We do get a flashback. Yep. Uh, uh, what's, okay, Juliet. She's there at the morgue. There's a dead Ed. And she's, you know, the, I don't know if it's a mortician would be the person you classify this as, but uh, they leave her alone to, you know, have her peace and assign the documents that she must sign. So there you mm-hmm. go, Juliet. Uh, we get to have But ben. she 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 sobs though. Yeah, she cries. Oh, she cries. Yeah. yeah, she cries for her uh, ex-husband. So maybe she still had yeah. feelings. Maybe there's something else going on, but she's weak. Well, I imagine there's a lot of complex emotions wrapped up here because she did wish exactly this death upon him. Yeah, oh, that is true. Yeah, she did witness <laughs> yeah. it. There's a lot of, yeah, yeah. probably like guilt associated. I mean, there's a lot of things going on there. Yeah. Uh, that I don't want any part of in terms of no. feeling those emotions. But, yeah. you know, well, that is dead. Ben is on the operating table and he seems all stitched up or I should, you know, his back, he's got, you know, it seems like they've patched him back up. Jack's in the observation room. He's changed out. He has a Dharma shirt on now. So he's just kind of sitting there chilling mm-hmm. and Juliet comes in. Jack was able to remove the tumor, but what next Juliet? Do I just go back to my cell after this? And yeah, Jack, I guess you do. Right. Until we figure out what to do <laughs> with you. I mean, what, where else are you supposed to be? I, we don't have any room for you really. And Jack, Fields, he's just owed one thing. He just wants to know one thing that us, the viewer, also want to know, Mr. Sal, which is yeah. what did Ben say to you to make you want to save his life? What could he have possibly said? And Julia, she smiles, she tries to dodge it, and Jack kind of demands an answer, to which we get our last flashback. That um, is a good one. It is a good one. It's crying Juliet, right where we left off in the last flashback. Uh, mm-hmm. And a very nice man, the man we've seen earlier in the hallway, <laughs> gives Julia a tissue. Uh, what's his name again? Nathan? That would, that would be Ethan. Oh, Ethan, yes. So we see Ethan give her a tissue. And Julia even, like, kind of, you know, oh, do I know you from somewhere? Blah, blah, blah. But Richard is also here to apologize for mm-hmm. Lost. Juliet's certainly confused right now, but Richard points out that oh, I saw this on the news right before we went back to Portland. And by the way, Ethan's a colleague of mine here. And Julia is just kind of suspicious of this whole situation because she remembers telling Ed, oh, I kind of wish, or sorry, she remembers telling Richard earlier that she wished Ed would get hit by a bus. And lo and behold, it's happened. But nope, just a tragic accident here. Juliet, right? Mm-hmm. No foul plays occurred. No need to worry about that. In fact, I don't remember you saying that, so I couldn't have been me. Impossible. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> on a more important note, listen, the timing's horrible, but I really am serious about getting you, Juliet. All we need from you is six months, and you'll be back even before Rachel gives birth. How do we know that Rachel's giving birth? Very thorough recruitment process. You in? Are you mm-hmm. in? Come on. Uh, so, Juliet, she just kind of goes, well, could Rachel come with me? Uh, up to Portland, and this is where Richard kind of says, well, we are kind of remote, and we're not quite in Portland. So, where could <laughs> they possibly be, Mr. Sal? We haven't the faintest idea, but maybe mm-hmm. it's some sort of island. 
that would that would be my guess yes so certainly very curious to uh this whole success and who richard is in terms of all this do you think richard is jacob i mean i assume that they would call him richard if richard was jacob but he does see the name he goes by i'll tell you i'll tell you what i i don't feel like richard is the boss because he's just a recruitment guy yeah i don't think the boss goes across the country to recruit okay fair enough fair enough okay so so that 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 is my guess i feel like there's at least one person above jacob so you're assuming jacob's the boss then by that that seems to be what they're implying yes okay so well uh we'll have to see what's up with this so he he did say six months. I don't. I forgot that he said that. He did say six okay. months. Okay. And so let's see the other set of numbers here in this final scene, where right uh, where we left off. The flashback, or are you talking about the scene? Scene back. The scene back. Oh, okay. Uh, no, I did not. Tell me. Tell me the numbers. Right where we left off, Mister Sell. No, Julia's staring, and she's revealing what Ben told her. Right, she's been on this island for three years, two yep. months, and twenty-eight days. Three right. years, two months, 28 24. Days. Is 24 a number? No, 23 is a number. Moving forward. Um, I don't see any numbers in there. Are you tell, are trying to... Uh, forget about it. We'll just keep moving okay. forward. Okay. Definitely, definitely didn't just confuse 23 and 28. Both uh, well, if you take 28, you subtract the two months, you subtract three years, like the two and the three, boom, 23. Mm. You get them somehow. Uh, anyway, that's definitely what I meant uh, this whole time. Uh, Juliet <laughs> says that the agreement was that if she helps Ben, Ben will finally let her go home. And after saying this, Julia just kind of tearfully walks off. So, what a deal. So it looks mm. like, at least alleging what Juliet's alleging, she's kind of done all this in, in hopes of being able to get home. Right? Yeah. We'll have to see the accuracy on this. Kind of hard to tell. I don't think there's very much to go on off of whether this final statement is accurate or not and you know what ben really said because julia's not the most trustworthy source she certainly lies um i mean do we have proof that she lies no we don't i mean the biggest proof is she refutes you know she she says the thing to jack about hey let's kill ben and then immediately tries to save his life like the entire time Mm. there's not, not a moment goes by where she agrees to let ben die well, I think she can't. I think that she she was clear with Jack. This needs to look like an accident. And if she's not trying, it doesn't look like an accident. You're right, actually. No, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Because it did not look like an accident. Fair enough. Yeah. So, so, and so I, I think that she can't implicate herself. And, and she denies, you know, being part of it, which I think that, you know, that's not lying to Jack. That's lying yeah. to Tom, maybe, but it's not <laughs> lying to Jack. Yeah. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure I'm ready to say You're that right. Julia's a liar. So, so I kind of I considered that a lie, and I considered her saying she's a fertility doctor lie. Now she can call herself a fertility doctor. That's certainly fair. I mean, more than I can call myself one. That's for sure. For sure. For sure. <laughs> probably, I mean, we for example qualifications. For example, we know Ben is a liar. We know that we can't believe anything that he says. Mm-hmm. But Julia hasn't been. It hasn't been proven that Julia is not trustworthy. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. So, uh, I I guess the que- uh, So you think that Richard will be back more episodes? Uh, mm-hmm. and I just want to say really on this episode that Mr. Sell as a whole. So we have like Kate Sawyer, not Carl. He's not paddling. 
but um, they seem to be paddling for their lives. We'll see what happens to them, their boat, where they end up, uh, how the others in general end up. Jack now, he's left alone mm-hmm. with them. It's just just one man now of the survivors on the island and then the rest of the survivors. I wonder how Locke's going to be. Uh, but so, so I'm interested to see how Ben res- how Ben responds to the surgery because while Jack did put him in peril and did, you know, leverage him as a hostage, he also did save his life. Yeah, will he feel indebted? Will he just, you know, kind of throw Jack to the scraps? Who knows? Mm-hmm. Will he try to? Will he up, uh, uphold his end of the deal? Because I don't know if he really has to now. <laughs> I wouldn't blame him right. after the stunt that was right. pulled. And- for that matter, can I'm not even, even sure that he can. Yeah, yeah, can even put it up. To, who knows? And, we're, and if he couldn't, where's Michael and Walt? Right. So lots of them. Um, definitely not a questions in the air. But yeah. my question to you that, is, Mr. Sal. Oh. oh no, uh, so first. before before we do that, I, I I just I feel like we are primed and ready for like a throwaway Charlie Sun or Jin episode. But I know I know that's not the next episode. So I, I'm, I'm well, also guessing... my next question was going to be is what is the next episode do you think? Oh, that's a Desmond episode. Okay. So I'm, I'm almost certain it's a Desmond episode. So, but I, and so I'm, I'm guessing that we, we have to have like a Charlie Sun or Jin episode coming up because this has been so, such a stretch of wow, 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 wow. Like at some point they're going to take a breather here, but I don't know when. Well, to see how this goes down uh yeah the next episode is a desmond episode and i know you've been intrigued by desmond yep. and his possible power oh, yeah i'm excited about it yep uh, i'm excited about it i'm guessing that it's the one after that where we're gonna get the the, the I'll, I'll call it a breather episode but that might be a little kind yeah that's because that, i mean the next episode has a 9.1 rating on IMDb. So I'm quite excited about that. And it's a Desmond episode. So I'm pretty <laughs> excited. The one yeah. after that has a, a lowly 7.2. Hmm. By far the lowest rated episode of the season. We'll have to see if that if you can take the possible and the deer of the episode headstrong or if it'll trip and make the rest of the season crappy. But we have to worry about that yet because we're not going to that yet. We're going to the Desmond episode next week. Uh, flashes yes. before your eyes. So Flashes uh, before your eyes. How do you feel about it? Uh, I think um, I think uh, it'll be pretty interesting. And in fact, that's what I want to tell you. Uh, I, I, won't, I won't tell you, actually. I, I guess I will let you know this. I'm pretty sure uh, there, there is no... We, we will not be seeing uh any like we won't be seeing anything from hydra island or anything it is, I, this is like a break this is like i definitely was i i think that's completely expected that that we are we they're leaving us on the cliff with jack for are a little you, while are you upset about that at all or do you think that's no I'm, I'm i'm totally okay with that okay i, I, I think okay. i think that's probably a good story move to make yeah because i was let's get back here i'll show you what's going on here on the uh mm-hmm. beach front even on the beach front though we might be lacking we'll have to see time being though uh, i mean I was, i'm assuming sawyer and kate are going to show back up on the island 
mm. in this next episode. Uh, two two miles is not that far to to boat. Well, then canoe. yeah, two miles, but then you also have to get to where they are on the island, which you have to figure out where All you right. are on the island, right? Saeed and Jin and um, Son had a hike, right? They took some time. That's true. So, That's true. Well, we'll have to see. We don't even know how far this is. Presumably farther. I don't know. Uh, so it didn't pass Hydra Island. I'm, I'm assuming the survivors haven't ever seen it. It's only two miles out. You can see the island if you ever, you know, got to the right place to look at it from. But alas, you know, right. here we are, Mr. Sal. The episode before another Desmond episode. Can Desmond get uh, a ten out of ten? Can he? We have to see mm. a challenger to the Echo Street. Juliet comes in mm-hmm. up to bat now, right? She yep. has a ten. That's right. Desmond, he already has a ten. It's kind of a bit yep. tt due to leak because it was the finale that so kind of helps him. I only count that as one. He's not getting two. Okay. He's one ten. Fair uh, enough. Can he get a second? We'll have to see. But right now, Mr. Sal, if you check the time, would you look at that? Uh, it's not bedtime. I will. It's not morning time. It's not lunch time. It's not dinner time. It's not breakfast time. It's not homework time. It's not playtime. It's it could be it could technically be all of those times as well as TV, TV time. time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, TV time. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. Man, I I'm thinking this is might be a pretty hard episode, actually. Okay. Um okay, wait. So first of all, people gave it a five. This has got to be a five, right? We can't so yeah, yes. it's gotta be a five. Yes. That's 60 60 percent. This is the rare episode. Where there are there are zero percent on one star and two stars. Wow, that's yeah. A, a, people yeah, are at least like this is definitely not a bad episode. We can all agree, right. on. not a bad one. Right. So uh, the the lowest the lowest uh, rating is uh, three stars, and that's only three percent. Wow. Yeah. So very. Yeah. Yeah. People are enjoying it. The biggest issue is the characters. So yeah. Obviously, Juliet was her central episode. She could be one. Jack, still still a ringer. Right. still he's still doing things uh and i think those are really the only two that i feel are the highest in contention for uh, julia or jack romeo or julia You're, are you are you discounting the sawyer fan club here sawyer fan club is a real voting block um but i don't think they're a victory voting block this this week okay. i think julia and jack are too good and i i, I mean i think i think it's probably julia if I had to say, I think all three, like I vote Juliet, you vote Juliet, and the people vote Juliet. I'm going to go another all three here, but for Juliet. You are I, correct. I'm confident yeah. that you and me did Juliet. I don't yeah. know about uh, I just, I just said that you are correct. All three did Juliet. Okay. 50, 58% of the people. I, I certainly did. You certainly did. Uh, there are some other interesting results here in the character voting, though. So uh, Sawyer yeah, gets... I mentioned there would be. Sawyer gets 4%. He's in fourth. Okay. Uh, Jack was definitely second, 26%. So it was a pretty substantial showing for second place. Did Richard get uh, the votes? Richard got 1% of the vote. Further indication that we are not done with Richard. This is a character that we're going to be seeing. <laughs> uh, uh, and Kate got 1% of the vote. But I have not told you who's in third place with 10% of the vote. It was a, a very substantial third place finish. Carl. No, I don't think you can vote for Carl, actually. <laughs> I don't think he's an option. Tom. Oh, I just saw Jacob there. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> uh, no, Tom was not it. He was not third place. Who could it be? It is Alex, 10%. Ah, 
I completely <laughs> skipped over Alex despite saying Carl. Huh? Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. The person who has talked much more versus Carl, who's kind of just, you know, sleep deprived and delirious. Yes, yeah. indeed. Well, I'm happy people voted well, and I'm happy that people know the top two here, Jack, Julia, but I'm also happy that uh, they understand that Julia was just a superior character this um this episode. But mm-hmm. Jack will have his chance at some point. I'm sure he'll have another Jack episode. Believe it or not, he is uh typically tends to get those. He definitely does. Uh huh. I'd be well, I'd be very okay with that. I'd be very keen to see another Jack episode. He would be, so you'd be excited for another Jack episode? Oh for sure. Okay, we'll split yeah. a pen in that. Yeah, uh, Jack, Jack is he is definitely he's the man in this. You know, I'm, I'm gonna let you know right now, Mr. Sal. Yes. How about, before before I let you know now, let, let me also ask you one more thing. All right. Um, so how is season three stacking up compared to season two now? I mean, at this point in the season, season three is better. Okay, so far. At at, at this, this point in the season, point. yes. Yeah, compared to each other. Uh, do you think? So do you think it's gonna taper off? There's no way it could beat season two. Uh, no, I think it very well could be season two. Mm, that would be a happy surprise because season two was pretty good. Well, I enjoyed season, season two. Season two is awesome. It's, it's fantastic. <laughs> pretty good. I, I yeah. liked it. So now this is where I want to put a little rain on your parade. So you said you'd be excited for the next Jack episode. Mr. Sal, I'm going to tell uh-huh. you right now that that mythical whatever rating that was on IMDb, what is it? Stranger in Strange Land? Yeah. That, yeah, that one, that's a Jack episode. No way. It is. That's a that's a Jack episode. That's a Jack episode. Oh, that's so we'll sad. See, we'll see whether your excitement is foaming, right? Like, oh, or if 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 now it has died down. But you said that you were excited. I hope that you keep that excitement and that it lives <laughs> up to it. But for now, we don't have to worry about it. Let's just worry about flashes before your eyes. Okay. Um, hey, I want to ask you this: Is there going to be a Charlie episode in this season? You don't have to answer. I'm just asking. You can decline. And, and I'll, I'll, I'll tandem that question with, is there going to be a Claire episode this season? So you can choose to answer one, both, or neither. One, both, or neither. So I'll, I'll give you an answer. One of them gets an episode this season. At least one or just one? Just one. Oh, oh man. I hope it's not Charlie. <laughs> but i think it's going to be oh that so may sad. or may not be a true statement i just told you oh come on that's jerky you never said i couldn't lie so <laughs> we'll, we'll leave that there whether or not that's the truth maybe it's that after who knows but mm-hmm. uh we're like a third of the way through season three now oh yeah eight, yeah we're making like progress definitely making progress through lost and mm-hmm. it's pretty good very good at series action, Mr. Sal. Do you think Lost yeah. is better than you thought it would be, especially from season? Oh, one? without a doubt. I mean, without a doubt. Like when when I've whenever I've thought about Lost before I started watching it, like I just thought I thought it was going to be like fictionalized Survivor. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. that that's that's what that was what I, the impression that I had of it. Like I I didn't know anything about like the the interconnectedness of the characters off the island i didn't know anything about you know the others i didn't know anything about the potential supernatural phenomena happening on the island like it's so much more than i ever thought it would be it's 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 very cool and i should have i should have given it more credit than that it is damon lindelof actually after all so you know, i should know better than to 
in question. You know, <laughs> yeah. Such a man. But, well, very exciting. And I'm very excited to see what the future holds for you, Mr. Cell. But mm-hmm. uh, I guess we'll end it off here. Do you have anything else you want to say? Uh, I'm just looking forward to this uh, Flashes Before Your Eyes next week. Can't wait to watch it. Well, then, that means to you, the people out there, the listeners, thank you for listening. Uh, we appreciate it. And we'd also appreciate it if you left a review, subscribed, or followed, whatever's the equivalent. Uh, shared the podcast or whatever have you. You know, uh, if you want to contact us, shopperspodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. We also have uh, some Black Mirror podcasts. We've done all the leftovers and we're doing Ozark and we're nearing the end of that. So please do uh, keep listening. So thank you and see you next week.